0: We're live. Here we go, episode 40. I feel funded. I feel fantastic today. I When, when I feel like this, I'm, this is going to be a good one. Uh, I've got cool. Ben Vandenhever, Brooklyn Biltong. Yeah. I've go. got Anish Dawan, Pure Picks. You know how we do it, Ben. We get right into this thing. Let's talk Let's about cool. Brooklyn Bill Tong. When did it start? What's the story?
1: Perfect. So, from my accent, you'll relay I'm from South Africa, Mark. And, and just thank you for having me on the show or having us, because any exposure for Biltong Tong um, is, is very big for us. And that's what we're working on. So, we started the company, my wife and I, in 2014 while living in Brooklyn, hence the name Brooklyn Bill Tong. And um, I was born in South Africa, and we just realized while well, I made biltong for um, during our wedding reception that our friends loved it. And um, it's so comparable to beef jerky, which is already um, very much um, well welcomed in America. That if we introduce biltong to the American market, they're gonna love it just like all the South Africans do um, back over.
0: Got so it. So give us a take on what the difference is. Biltong, when people here, at least I knew, I know that it has something to do with the way the the, yes. the, the meat, the beef is made. Give it to us.
1: Exactly. So beef jerky, um, the biggest difference between biltong and beef jerky is the way that it's cured. And beef jerky in general is cured by heating it up and that changes the texture of the meat. And then you have to add some corn syrups and all kinds of soy sauce and so forth to bring back flavor. Now, biltong is tried by air. So you take the raw and we use grass-fed beef. And you cut it into strips and you marinate it. And we marinate it into a sugar-free marination, mainly vinegar, helps to cure it. And then the strips of meat gets hanged and it's dried by air for up to seven to 10 days. And then it gets taken down and it gets sliced. So it's, it's a, it's a, we, we, we started a company calling it a marriage between beef jerky and prosciutto. built on kind of sits in the middle between those two meat snacks.
0: I've had it. I've actually tasted it so I can tell you, whoever's watching this, it is delicious. Uh, So whatever whatever you just described as far as how uh, it's dried, there is a difference there. Um, Give us, us, let's let's back up to when you had the idea and then you executed on it. How did you go about finding somebody who could produce something like this for you?
1: exactly it was about we had an idea during our wedding then we took a road trip my wife and i across america to california from orlando and during that trip we just realized we saw the country and we realized okay the potential for built on coming back to new york we were looking for someone to make it for us so i'm a web developer my wife's a graphic designer and so we realized um, we cannot just make it at home we realized you know meat needs to be treated differently it's not just a commercial kitchen and you need a usda um, facility Um, During that time, there was another co-packer in New Jersey making Biltong for South Africans mainly and marketing it to South Africans. He reached out to us because we made a website before product just to get feedback, just to see, can we rank it, SEO it for Brooklyn Biltong, people searching for it. And we got a lot of interest for, you know, do you have an actual product? And we said no, but we already tested the market and realized, okay, we just need the product. So, then he reached out to us and we started working with him and, you know, within two weeks of just getting bags in his hands, we had a product that we could sell and that was extremely exhilarating.
0: That's an interesting piece to this story. So, you guys threw up basically a, uh, a, a, a generalized website based on the keywords just to see, number one, if there's traffic or if there's some sort of response or inquiry, Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. Because during that time, I was dabbling in SEO, just all kind of ranking for all kinds of nonsense words that I don't have a passion about. And I realized I need a product behind an actual tangible product to really rank it that I can hold and show people. And then I just clicked, Okay, Bultong is going to be the one. And like I said, it took a year. But, you know, we played on ranking the website, seeing how it does and um, just realizing then, okay, we're going to do it different. We're going to market this product to Americans and not to South Africans in America. And that's when the co-packer reached out to us and he said, OK, you guys are doing something different that I've been trying to do for a while now. Let me get the product in your hands and you take it further.
0: Now, uh, give us the year and, and really the first iteration going into market. So you grab a co-packer, you start putting this stuff into a physical bag, into a, some sort of case count and shipper. <laughs> uh, what year was that and what was your first distribution point?
1: Yes. Okay. So that was 2014, and we didn't we didn't rush out for retail initially at all. It was all DTC because that's my strength, you know, website, and my wife being graphic design. So it was all just ranking the website and getting on Amazon, getting our sales there, and working the PR um, angle from that that um, aspect. And and it sat for about six months, having a product. The sales came in a little bit lightly, but after six months, we got picked up by Cool Hunting's, which is a blog for you know young professional men and it was a a south african blogger there he said wow it looks amazing let me put it on and then that monday after you know that article uncrate which is a huge website they actually put us on their front page and so this is all website dtc traffic to the website so that was the first two years of our focus of just you know getting the sales that way obviously when we walked around yeah go ahead
0: that's fair. That's fair. Um, let's, let, let's then fast forward. Um, let's jump yeah. into 2017-2018 what did the yeah. company look like then first off is it still just the both of you and are you yeah. operating it from what looks to be your your garage you had <laughs> noted before you got some tools <laughs> back there you might have a yeah you, know, you got a computer i don't know what you got back there
1: <laughs> exactly um, what my wife uh, said make make sure they know we're not making the bolt on in the garage we're just running it running I the can business see
0: <laughs> beef being hung back there and i don't know so 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 with, with that Um, Is that what it looks like at that point in 2018? um, You're you're operating from your home, though. Is it just you and your wife? And uh, you have maybe a 3PL at that point. You're working exclusively with a co-packer. And then where was distribution at by then?
1: Yeah, so by 2017, 2018, we started being picked up in, uh, one of our big retailers was World Market then. I, I personally tried to reach out to everyone, right? I realized by myself, I can do a lot. And yeah, you're right. It was just my wife and I, we, we didn't build out a team. Of course, you know, Mark, honestly, um, built on making Built on America and finding a co-packer, that's been the hardest because we're not with that initial co-packer anymore. We, we've been with a few different co-packers. And, and just how that preoccupies you and removes you from your initial excitement for starting the business, right? So it's come full circle now. We've got actually two co-packers that we're working with and that would be advice I give everybody. If you can have two co-packers, if you can always have options with everything, um, do that. Don't rely on, on one.
0: <laughs> we're, we're gonna circle back to this, but uh, to, the, to the end question, I'm gonna bring it back up again, so, so no worries there. But you bring oh. up a, a solid point. Again, those that might be getting into um, food and beverage. And as far as working with co-packers, you went through a few different ones without being we never call names or anything like that it's just more specifically broad-based what were the reasons that you are in and out of a co-packer what are what are really the main reasons that you that you fall into
1: yeah so ours might be specific you know our product being new and it's a new introduction there's not a lot of other guys making it so we're reliant on a certain co-packer so um, and then I, put, I quickly get close to people right the co packers and i think the relationships get very close kind of kind of convenient complacent and if you don't have options then in life you know you even in marriage you know you don't have options but you got to you got to keep things like <laughs> don't <laughs> do it don't, yeah. I'm don't gonna, do it. i'm
0: going i'm going i'm going to help you right now yeah. don't do it dude don't even go down that road. I, she, she's gonna. She's watching right now. I'm stopping you. Okay. Let's get back to the. Co- let's get back to the co backer But I. I get the sentiment. Um
1: you're, you're, yeah. there,
0: Again, I. Yours is a specific product, and I. And I get that. Um, yeah. Why there also maybe does it come? There could be quality issues, right? Um, yeah. There could just be again. I like that word you said complacency because you do yeah. develop a relationship, and then it just starts becoming. You know, yeah. um, um, it, it just starts operating on its own and yeah. there isn't the, the the hunger, energy and drive like there was on the onset.
1: Exactly, no, you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what happens. You know, eventually um, everybody, you, you kind of think, oh, I, I kind of make something specific for you, but luckily there's been a few co-packers popping up. And I think for the benefit of everybody, it keeps everybody on their toes, brings out the best product. So, yeah, so at at this stage, luckily, that's the position we're in. Um, Back to the retail. So, world markets, you know, we picked up there. Obviously, I've met with um, Walmart a few times. And then just being inexperienced in bringing out a a CPG product in America, you know, me being a web developer, we didn't really have a focused strategy. Now, we're getting much better at that. We're realizing stay very, you know, go deep in certain areas, which Brooklyn, New York makes sense for us. And um, don't just try and go everywhere. So it was a, a good experience meeting with Walmart and Kroger and so forth. But um, we realized, because Biltmore still has a few years ahead of itself before it becomes, you know, mainstream, that it makes sense to not not rush out, especially in our situation where we're not you know, completely funded. And we're doing this thing ourselves.
0: You're in a, you're in a very competitive category too. I mean, yes. I always say this, everybody is like, we're in a real, we're like, oh, they're like, <laughs> hey, what about you guys? You're in salty snacks. Like we're in a suit. We're all in super competitive categories. Um, but beef jerky, beef sticks, um, especially because of sort of the keto craze of, of today. Yes. Um, yes. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a, a competitive category. And, There are some really good ones out there. I I don't hesitate to say I have friends in that space. Some of them are fantastic products.
1: Um, Yours I
0: mentioned right from the get go. It's a fantastic product, fantastic tasting product. Um, Thank you. With that said, and again, you like you. I love that the transparency to this. It's n- not being funded. You know, some of these players out there. You know, lots of money being poured into it, so it can it can it can build quicker. You know, there's a there's a marketing mm-hmm. machine that can be developed behind it, right? The spend. Um, exactly. If you're now taking a look at well, let's get let's say to 2019, um, and some of the retailers, and I know you've m- mentioned something mm-hmm. offline. We can, we can touch on it a bit. We should have even done it before, but I don't, you know, this is, again, this is to help. Um, exactly. Thank you. I remember you noting um, uh, that GNC was a target retailer or that you were launching in GNC in 2019. Uh, yes. I also remember that when I saw that, um, we didn't really know each other just yet, uh, but I had my own feelings about it. Without getting into detail, everybody knows what's happened to GNC. Um, there are yeah. other retailers like them, so it's not no. like they're not alone. Um, yes. I'm a GNC um, uh, supporter, like you know, I grew up on GNC. I people yeah. know I'm a health and fitness enthusiast. Um, I want yes. people to win, but a, a struggling retailer, you get into that. How does that affect you? And what should people be looking for when when looking for a retail partner?
1: No, that's very true, Mark. Yeah, it's 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 tough. You know, if it was a like a, um, one of our big competitors, they could pa- probably handle it much better, and it's it's not affecting them so much. It's really affecting us. Luckily, we've had a few lifelines thrown at us from different directions, which which is great, right? Um, but uh, when it comes to a partner, you 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 just kind of have to know yourself. Um, Who's not going to take on GNC when you get a sit down with them and be able to to go, you know, and get a roll out with them? So it's very hard because it does fit our brand very well. You know, it's um, we are going after the fitness crowd that um, that wants a clean snack that hasn't been able to get that in a beef jerky form. So it was a perfect fit for us. Um, uh, I didn't necessarily see the writing on the wall, and like you know, like we've said, they're going to be get through this, and they are, and it's going to be better. Um, they've, they've had to do this a while back and COVID just um, expedited it a little bit. But it, it, you're just going to have to know yourself and it's, it's all about focus. You know, GNC might have been the best plan. Nobody could have fore, foreseen COVID and, you know, the, the malls. Well, people could have seen foreseen the malls, but, you know, we didn't see that, seem, think that was going to be the end of them. They're going to get through it and they are. But focus, I think, when it comes to retail is always going to be the, the name of the game and that's, even in, in product lines and SKUs. Yeah.
0: That, that's a great comment. And, and again, p- the, the main thing of the, this this show and the series is about value, right? It's people watching this, they go, oh, they're really talking about things that are actually happening. This isn't yeah. plus programming here, right? Mm-hmm. People, no. I, I have a lot of, again, I came from sort of the fitness side of things. So I've, I have people mm-hmm. in the supplement business that are friends, big businesses, some smaller. Yes. And they're all affected when a retailer, not just a GNC has problems. And then like you said, the acceleration of COVID just made it 10 times worse. You're talking about store shutdowns. And so um, for those that are going to be going into the space or are in the space and growing, you have to be very delicate with your decisions. Even when they feel amazing yeah. or you think that there could be an unbelievable opportunity, sometimes the no's are the best yeses. Mm-hmm. I just made oh, that up, by sure. the way. Don't, nobody's allowed <laughs> <to> <laughs> that. I just made that up. You're not allowed to trademark that, okay? <laughs> Back yeah. to Back to this thing. Uh, but again, I, I do. I like that a lot, Ben. And um, yeah, I'm much. with you. I'm such a po- I, I love positivity. And so I want yeah, it's, everybody it's, to get through this. It's going to be yeah. slow and, and it's going to be steady. Um, yeah. And the, the right moves do still need to be made by the retailers um, and the brands alike who are partnering with them. 2020. Yes. Let's jump right into post post COVID. Let's do let's almost do uh, the now scenario, and then we'll we'll close it out with like the next twelve months. Where are you now? What does the business look like? Uh, and where are you twelve months from now?
1: okay, right now we're we're in a good place, right We've actually um, realized as we look around at our competitors and we realize what everybody's doing right It's a tough product, the differentiation becomes extremely tough out there. We're all starting to line up with what we stand for and built on. But right now, the focus is on awareness. And I reached out recently to the buyer at All Foods and I just asked, you know, why isn't Biltong and All Foods nationally already? It just doesn't make sense. It should, um, in a sense, replace beef jerky. It's a perfect product for. And he he gave me three reasons, which was very insightful. He said the awareness is not there yet. There's not a need state and um, it's not ready for mainstream. So I think it's ready for mainstream in regards to, you know, the production capacity-wise here in America but I agree with him in regards to the awareness. So we're taking that on ourselves as a company to create that awareness and just be very close to our customers. So that's, you know, there's, there's a built on experience being undertaken in America and we wanna be close to that, have our ear really close to it. And like I kind of hinted at, our focus is on certain regions that we're gonna go deep in, not go everywhere. And you know, with COVID, even um, but also playing to our strengths, which is DTC and online. Um, you know um, that you know that gives us a very close ear to the customer. In our,
0: it's a. I said this before. I'm not fluffing this because I never do. It is an amazing tasting product. And, and again, <laughs> I, I'm like I'm the customer, so I guess I'm a, you know. I'm, no. a, I'm, a, I'm going to be a favorite to it, right? Because I, yeah. I'm, I like to eat balanced nutrition. I love protein and where, yeah. where to get them and, um And I still do eat uh, meats, right? Um, I talk Food. a lot about plant-based and yeah. I do eat a lot more plant foods, but I'm still a meat eater. Um, yeah. And it is just an amazing tasting product. If you haven't had it, check it out. I'll throw up your stuff later anyway.
2: Awesome. Thank uh, you,
0: Mark. I have one question that I think uh, maybe people would want to know. Why... Is on a South African thing? What, why, why, what, where did that come from? And, and over there, just yeah. so we have education on that, um, is yeah. that more of the beef uh, snack than, let's just say, the jerkies and the sticks of, that we have here in the States?
1: Yes. Well, basically, it is the version of beef jerky over there. We don't have beef jerky over there. And I would say Biltong is like every country, you know, Germany has got their version of uh, dried, cured beef and South America and um, China would have it, Asia. So that's just what we call it in South Africa. And it was the Dutch going to South Africa, you know, trying to go around to India on their route, eventually settled South Africa, and then started, you know, having to find a solution for a, a snack that doesn't, spoil and then the vinegar with the wine in the cape region came into play so um all i can really say for for viewers is make a trip to south africa it will change your life and then you'll see how prominent tong is over there it's a lifestyle that's an amazing answer
0: and yeah. for those that ditched uh history class or and all that other stuff you know I'm not saying i did i'm just saying you know about the whole this is how they got around and all that just replay really that one for a little bit uh, good stuff, Ben. I really like it. Uh, Thank you, Mark. It's your turn. We're talking pure pics. Uh, give it to us. Uh, what's the
2: platform for? Uh, who was it who is it designed for? Who's using it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, first of all, Mark, thanks for having me. Ben, thanks for sharing your story. Mm-hmm. Really, really awesome stuff there. Um, so, perfect. So, we are a Gen Z intelligence platform. I'm actually a Gen Zer myself. I started this company about three, four years ago out of my college dorm room ended up dropping out, and now our team is incredibly committed to helping brands. We do a lot of work with CPG brands better engage and understand this next generation, really our generation. Uh, So what we've done with our platform, Mark, is we have built out a community of 60,000 what we call Gen Z peer influencers. These are everyday Gen Zers. On average, they have less than 2,000 followers on social media, so you're everyday consumers. And we connect brands with them around social good. So these brands can connect with these Gen Z peer influencers. They'll create and share awesome content on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. And every time they do, they raise money for an awesome cause. And for the brands, they're seeing 10 times higher engagement because of this. It's reaching a very tight group of followers and it's raising money for great causes. So that's how we are helping them better engage this next generation online. We also help brands better understand this next generation. We have a robust market research solution. Brands can run custom market research surveys, better understand product feedback, ratings and reviews, just overall market research on this next generation. And it's also donation-based, so every time one of our users takes um, you know, participates in one of these surveys, they're raising money for a great cause. So, yeah, that's that's what we're all about. We're, we're out here to help mostly food and beverage companies uh, do a lot of work in emerging CPG brands, uh, better engage and understand this next generation of consumers. Another
0: college dropout,
2: making <laughs> things happen, okay? build,
0: build <laughs> Building really cool companies. Uh, you can do it too. Uh, Great. I actually I liked this one. I had a good time. I, I had a feeling Ben Ben, ben was going to be good, and you you got you got something really cool going there. Uh, I appreciate Thanks. both of you. You have a great successful week.
1: Thanks, Mark. Peace. Hey, sorry.